to Living Life Ministries podcast, Life Lessons. Today, I want to go back into our series that we're talking about right now, is breaking free from our past. A lot of times in our lives, we step into things that alter our yet because we don't listen. Sometimes God sends us warning about going to places and we still don't. About dealing with people in relationships, places, things. Yet we don't listen, so we go into it, and it affects our not yet, our present, our past. And it becomes our new present, becomes a nightmare, so it affects the way we think and see things. And sometimes in our warnings God gives us, if we pay attention to, we're able to avoid some heartaches down the road. And a lot of times is we're living in those heartaches from mistakes. And I love the book of Judges, because the book of Judges... People were making so many mistakes because they were doing their own thing. But yet God was showing them a new way out of things. A new way of things. Do it this way. This new way of doing it my way will help you get out of it. I love the book of Judges because it showed his mercy. He looked beyond our faults, beyond any mistakes that we were making and came in and said, I'm still loving on you. I want to help you to do this purpose that I have planned for you because I know you can't fulfill it for you. And by me working through you, it gives all the glory to him. So even no matter what your state is, when we look at the book of Judges and we look at the life of Samson, we find that no matter what that state is, God is still in control and he is still able in that moment to remember you and bring you out of the mess that you are in, the mess that maybe life has put you in and the mess that you put yourself in. A lot of times until we actually own our own mistakes, we can never come out of our own mess. I love it when we deal with life looking through the word of God and encouraging those around us. I want to talk to you today and as we talk, but before we do, I want to go into Isaiah chapter 42, verses 8 and 9. It says, I am the eternal one. I am is my name. My beauty is unique. A weighty slender, all my own. Nothing else, no idol could possibly gain my praise. Look here. What's done is done. The now is new. And there's hope in the not yet. I, I will tell you what's to come even before the events are brand new. And I want to read this segment again to you so you really look at it. The now is new. And there's hope in the not yet. I will tell you of what's to come even before the events are brand new. Father, I thank you for this opportunity to come before your people, Lord, to express whatever you have put on my heart, God. Give me the words, the know-how, and the ability to say it, God. And you have me, Lord, because I am your clay, I am your voice. So, Father, I thank you for it right now in Jesus' name. We can be stuck in the place of the not yet, not knowing that we're in a new place. Because sometimes we allow the enemy in our lives and we don't pay attention to the strategies that he's using against us. As we covered in the book of, and we looked in the book of Galatians chapter 5, we saw that us tearing each other apart is a weapon that the enemy uses against us because we use our choice, our freedoms. And the enemy is so strategically strong about it and witty about it that he gets us to make the choices 
to kind of let things in that have no effect in our lives at the moment, but have a long-term future effect. It's, called, it's sort of like you feel that you're lonely and you need to start dating someone and go out on dates. And so you pick anything that can that would possibly seem like they can last around you. But in actuality, you pick up something that drains you. You pick up something that doesn't benefit you. And you don't benefit them and they don't benefit you. So you say, oh, man, it was a nightmare with that person. In actuality, it was because you had wood and metal hitting each other. The wood does the metal. And all the metal does is cut the wood. That's what happens. We go to relationships where it doesn't benefit each other. And what the enemy does is he put those things around you. Like he'll surround you with people that really like you in a certain way. And so anything you do, they're all with you. But what God does is, no, you don't need all those around you. He'll always show you the people you're around so that you know. You may ask questions like, Lord, how come I'm not prospering? Um, where are you at? And what are the people around you doing? Or is everybody with you not growing? Then maybe you need to get around some people who can teach you how to grow. You can only stay stagnant in a certain place so long. God is a prosperous God. If you're willing to struggle to move forward, he's willing to get you there. You can't say, I've got all this in my hands and I'm doing all this work and yet I'm not moving forward. There's a place where we're not seeing the now. The now is new. That is the biggest thing that I had to learn in my own life was that I didn't understand that the now is new. The not yet is my future. Right now, you're in a new place to do something new and make new choices. Those are the things that set us free from our past. We struggle with the ideas of who we are because we're constantly looking at our past to judge us into our future. Your past is your past. It is gone. It is not your present. It is gone. It may have made you for the moment, but what you live in right now makes you for the next moment. Because whatever's been done is done. Whatever your choices are, they're done. They're not here anymore. They're gone. You have the now. You can choose to move forward from the past into the now and live in the new. Because everything you do today is new. Every moment you make it's new. When you go down to speak to somebody, it is a new high. It is a new person you are interacting with in a new way. The person may not be new, but it's a new way you're interacting with that person for that day. When we look at the word, what is it that we do? We miss the strategies that the enemy throws at us. In my life, one of the biggest strategies was that he would always use the things that we like to surround us slowly. Because I like something, I'm slowly drawn into it. Oh, I like this. So I'm slowly drawn into my debt by the things that I want to buy. And they catch my eye, not knowing that those things have a debt that has to be paid. It's a gift coming, but it has a tag to it. Samson was taken down by the things that he liked. It wasn't a sword. It was his desires. His desires took him down. And like many of us, if we took the time and look at it, it is our desires for a certain thing, place, will, action, look, or desire, or want to or be, place, action, whatever it may be. It is that desire that has taken us down a path that we've been in for years. Over and over and over and 
over. I'm supposed to grow. I'm supposed to be somewhere. I'm still in the same spot I was five years ago. I'm still struggling to make it from day to day because I'm still holding on to something. Either you have not living in it, but it still has an effect on you mentally, physically, financially, however it may be. We need to break free from our past because if we're living in the new that God has given us, then there's new chances to prosper and flourish. And as we look at this and we go through our lives, we find that there, there's no way walking with the Lord that you can stay in the same place. You should have grown from where you once was to a better place. You can't stay in a place where you're barely making it all the time, mentally, physically. There are times in our lives we have seasons where you're barely making it for a long period, but there was a time where there is. And as I started to learn more and more watching the ant, that I started seeing my own laziness. The enemy gets our desires going because we're too lazy to go after the new thing. It's easy to go through your desire because it is a temporary, empty answer that makes you feel good for the moment and brings more pain and bondage afterward. So as we deal with our situations, we need to start looking at it. What is it that I look to for my source? What is it that I'm holding on to somewhere in my life that I'm treating it as a source and I have not moved forward? What is it that he's showing me that is, in, that is a, a stronghold in my life and the enemy has set up against me and I have not moved past it because I don't see it? What is it? Because it's in those what is that I don't see and I don't want to know that he's been showing me showing me over and over again and warning me, but I don't want to see it and I keep falling flat on my face. Never succeeding to where he has prospered me to. What are those things? You might be, I, I've got all the degrees in the world, but I'm not moving forward to past where I am. What is that idol, that thing that you're holding on to that God has been saying let go? And has kept you in your past, the rituals of your past, the rituals of your family strongholds. I love it because when he says in the word, when we go back and look at it, we go look back at Isaiah, especially in chapter nine out of the Isaiah 42, nine out of the first version of the Bible, it says, look here, what's done is done and gone. Now is new. And there's hope in the not yet. I will tell you what's to come even before the events are brand new. I don't know about you, but in my own life, God has shown me my own mistakes. And when I walk right into them, my own, God has shown me my own mistakes as I walk directly straight into them without a question. And I'll be like, God, I don't see how I got here. And he would remind me. I showed you, if you did this, this is what you're going to get. So when the events came, they were brand new. All the afflictions and pain that came with it because I was making bad choices. He showed you ahead of time before the enemy could attack so that you could readjust. If he showed you there were, there were, there were wolves climbing the gate to get to you, he showed you what you needed to let go. He showed you what things you needed to do. But are we willing to do them to get free? 
Father, I pray that whoever hears this podcast is blessed. I pray, Lord, that they're able to get into this word, Lord, and be able to look at it for themselves. Find out, look at Isaiah chapter 42, Lord, in its entirety. But Lord, look, let them look at verses 8 and 9 and see how it reflects in their own lives, Lord, that they're able to see the that the past is gone and it is just a tool of the enemy to constantly rebuff you about constantly bring to your mind lord that as they struggle lord and they break free from these vices that the enemies have put in their lives god i ask lord that you would give them the strength even if they fall as they're breaking free lord that they keep climbing up out of the up out of the hole that the enemy has dug lord that you are with them that you would empower their right and their left hand lord to strengthen them as they climb out of these mountains through every failure through every mistake through every sin that they may do lord everything they fall back into lord as they're climbing out god that you would be there with them in the midst of it and they would have that relationship with you of the second chance third chance fifth chance eighth chance god because you are pure love father i thank you for this moment that they're all here that they hear people will get delivered and set free thank you in jesus name i pray amen as i wrap up this broadcast i just wanted to tell you that uh as you look at your past, look at the things that you've started noticing. Look at this right here, because I know if you're listening to this podcast and God has been showing you things that you've been doing or things that are coming into your life that you need to be careful of, that'll take you back into a moment. The enemy brings things in our lives that in that very moment that he brought those things in our lives kind of get us to dwell on something from our past instead of our present. We forget that in our present is the newness of God. And we keep dwelling in our past because the enemy wants us to believe that the old wine is better than the new. I don't know about you, but I like the new versus the old. I like new stuff versus the old stuff. And if it's got to be an old stuff, I like the new antiques that are new to me. But I like the newness of life. I like the newness of being able to get up and see a new day. And sometimes the enemy, what he does is he does things that triggers things from our past. And I want you to be aware of those triggers in your life. So take the time. Whenever you notice that somebody does a certain thing that triggers you, write it down and then share it with one of your Christian friends that you know that will keep you up in prayer. And that is a great or a great person to listen to that will not answer you back, but just listen and allow you to express yourself. So if you don't have any friends like that, I pray that you start getting friends like that. Start seeking out friends like that. Seek friends to have in your inner circle that you can just get to talk to you and they can talk without answering back and they have nothing to say back to you. Sometimes people slip up and do, but if you have friends that you're able to share things with, do it. Because a chord of three is better than a chord of one. Because with three, it's harder to break. And if you fall, you have someone to talk to about your mistake. Be blessed. And just remember, even though you fall as you're getting free from your past, it doesn't mean that it's over. It just means that you're learning to get up and you've got to fall before you can make all those steps to get out of there. So remember, we're crawling before we start walking. And even when we're walking, we're stumbling before we make the complete right step. So don't think about it. If I fall, I'm still going to get back up and still keep going because I know in the long run, as I keep trying and keep pushing forward, I am eventually going to perform well over this thing. You can't climb the mountain in one step. It takes time to prepare yourself, to learn, keep listening, share the podcast if it's been a blessing to you, please. If it is, share it with your family and friends, post it on your Facebook, share it, play it with your friends, play it in your car, let other people hear it. Let it be a blessing to those around you. Um, podcast is free and I just want to keep sharing the word to everybody and you guys have a blessed day. I'll be kind. If you're looking for more, touch the links and hopefully one day in the Austin area we'll be doing a a group Bible study, a group talk area time. 
So please be looking forward to it. In Jesus' name, I wish you guys a speedy and expedient day. Thank you.